Sorry. I am Benton Sancho Sarkuri. And it's time to party! This episode was recorded on June 13th, 2023. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. Love it. That's perfect. All right. <laughs> well, that's it, folks. Thanks for listening. There it is. We should probably introduce, probably should say who we are and why we've taken over the show. Because we've never been on right. the show. I don't know anybody else. So I'm, I'm so excited. So normally, uh, Ben uh, is our, our host, uh, Ben Silverio, and he has moved to California. All right. And uh, as moving to California does, uh, it has, uh, it, it, he, it would be very inconvenient for him to record either from his car or from his aunt's house where he's staying at the moment is my understanding uh so while everything is getting sorted out on ben's end uh i'm gonna have some rotating co-hosts for the next couple months uh, and this month i am honored to have two amazing podcasters and close friends from college uh people i've known in excess of a decade truly incredible uh incredible men gentlemen the check is let's, cleared let's hear from you guys <laughs> yeah the check. <laughs> <laughs> and dads, I, and dad. I was thinking about this. Yeah. You might be the first people of who have children in the history of this podcast. I think so far it has all been uh, uh, un, unfettered, uh, childless adults uh, as as our co-hosts and, up till now. And if you mm-hmm. hear my kids in the background, they're they're fucking around instead of going to bed. So <laughs> this could be a really interesting <laughs> podcast. This could be great. Oh, We're going to learn so much about Lightning McQueen. Oh, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, first off, thanks, Ansel, for the for the kind words. Uh, I don't even think we oh. can really call ourselves podcasters anymore because we don't we don't really podcast anymore because we've got kids. You know, so. it's, it's in our blood. The Internet is forever. Once it's out there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we yeah, we did a show for over 10 years called Byron and Sancho show. It was it, it was pop culture uh yeah. politics politics current events recipes whatever we can think of a lot of the wire oh god yeah yeah a lot of the wire so yeah so a lot of the wire pretty much so if you're a big wire fan you would have loved it but unfortunately it's not it, it's not in the ether anymore maybe at some point but who knows <laughs> I, I will say too uh speaking of our friendship our friendship is old enough to vote that's true so that's accurate what uh well and yeah well, actually, I, I real, real quick, thing... when I first met Ansel, I did not like him at all. <laughs> I, I, like, I did not like you. And then, like, about a month or so, I was like, oh, I like this guy. I was, I was being the oh, asshole. Oh, he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I tell people that, and they're like, how? Oh, he's, like, the nicest guy. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I was a You didn't know me in then. college. I was a real dick. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of emotional things um... I was working through. So, anyway. So say we all. Uh, uh-huh. Man, what a time! Yeah. What a time! Um, God, what was I going to say? Oh, and I was actually going back to our college days. That was you guys are the ones that got me into doing radio. Yeah, really, us? Yeah, yeah. We had the Holla Holla Friday afternoons. That's was right. my that was my first right. time in front of a microphone by itself. This yes. is, this is my great legacy then. Yeah. So we, we did a. <laughs> We did a college radio uh, show for WBCR for Beloit College Radio in Beloit, Wisconsin. And 
Benton and I just we just played like hip hop music and then we would do skits. We'd have like our friends and Ansel was one of them. I think we had you <clears throat> mainly as like Santa Claus or something like that. Like we we kind of used. I was you Santa. For... Um... I think. You... Yeah, I think that was my main contribution. Yeah. <laughs> that and the 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 barber shop rendition of Manowar, I think, was my my true high point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that. Someone else had left a metal CD out on the mixing desk, and for whatever reason, we decided that we were going to try to sing it, uh, and yeah, came up with a barbershop rendition. Which yeah, a lot of our a I'm lot of sad our, there's not a recording of a lot of our stuff. And our, our other friend Andy Pierre, we used a lot too. Like all, all of our stuff revolved around just doing old timey <laughs> radio mm-hmm. goofiness. Yeah. So. Oh man, the the asbestos cigarettes bit. Yes. I, that's, <laughs> That lives rent-free in my head. They're the bestos. That's right. Asbestos, they're the bestos. I forgot about that. I forgot about that, too. Oh. Um, but yeah, well... well the uh, folly uh, of youth. Yeah, and we're sorry that we brought you into this, but it's, ni- it's nice to... Uh, uh, in all honesty, though, it's cool to see you, like, do your own shows and like all the stuff that you did with like starlight radio uh-huh. dreams and everything i actually have a bunch of those i found a bunch of the pins uh in oh, one good. Of my work band, so <laughs> yeah i found an old starlight radio dream Aww. pin. so yeah I've, I've always been impressed with like what you've been able to build ansel so to get to to do oh, this yeah. little, little goofy show and not have to write a soliloquy i i appreciate that <laughs> although i would <laughs> yeah uh I, I believe that. I believe my, that. My character would um, be completely outside of anything else. <laughs> hey, that that probably would have been uh, right on brand. Well, and yeah. who knows? Who knows what'll be next exactly. uh, as well? Like, but there... but I, I I will say though, Ansel, uh, after all these years of listening to you do wonderful radio shows, um, we're here to say we want our cuts. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad you finally come for your for your pound of flesh. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, we didn't watch the movie at all. We just came to. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. Oh, oh no! <laughs> well, an intervention. We come to talk. This is the podcast. Shakedown. This is what this is. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do that when we were in Detroit. That seems like the right place to do that. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Detroit, yeah, Detroit to Shakedown would have been good. We were having too much fun. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. That's we true. Have too we much did fun, have a good Charlie time. <laughs> Speaking of having too much fun, let's uh, let's talk about this movie. Uh, now, for those of you who are listening in, uh, this month we are talking about Star Trek, the 2009 uh, film by J.J. Abrams, featuring several amazing actors. Uh, and I, I just wanted to read off the IMDb summary because it is so... Off base, it's ridiculous. Um, so uh, if you if you haven't gotten a chance to see the film and you're thinking about watching it along with our drinking game after this, uh, you can expect the brash James T. Kirk tries to live up to his father's legacy with Mr. Spock keeping him in check as a vengeful Romulan from the future creates black holes to destroy the Federation one planet at a time. What? I, I don't think Spock ever kept him in check. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no. Spock it, was like, wait, he made him worse? worse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how many times was Spock just, this asshole again? Yeah. Like, how did he get on the ship again? Like, that was... 
We're in space! I don't think he was ever like, I gotta keep this guy in check. He was just like, can we get rid of yeah. this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Throw him in the brig. Yeah. Uh, he did get rid of him. He got him on that ice house planet thingy. Yeah, he just, <laughs> just marooned him in a, yeah. a pod. Uh, Where is that Star Trek regulation? Uh, right? I, I have questions. I have questions. Uh, but we can do that in the review. For right now, we're going to talk about the movie in a sort of uh, zoomed out, spoilerless way and talk about some, some drinking and, and potentially smoking rules. This is a great way to identify just repeating themes, things that we thought were interesting, stuff that might be fun. Um, and just to be clear, we're not here to encourage you to drink or smoke anything you don't want to. Um, you I can... thought we were trying to kill everyone and thin out the herd. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Well, then the COVID did not get the, the chance to thin out. That was my goal. Some of my drinking <laughs> rules might do it. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, feel free to, to drink water or soda or just point at the screen and go, Hey, every time one of these goes off. Um, also it's, uh, feel free to drink yourself into a stupor. That works too. You can you, hey. lose your job, lose your kids, <laughs> make this your life now. So who wants to go first? I have a few, okay. uh, just a few. I only have like three, but, uh, I feel like they're all pretty good. That's there are three of us. That's plenty. All right. Every time there's an alien scene or mention, Ooh. it's a very human centric movie. Like once in a while, it's like, oh, like a like a Cardassian sunrise drink, or like oh, like Andorian shingles. Like they're just throwing in uh -huh, proper nuts. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. None of the very few of the like classic aliens. There's the the uh, the. Uh... I, I I will say you should probably discount the Vulcans for this drinking game since they are actually part of the movie. <laughs> but like I I would say the Romulans count though. They they appear sporadically. Okay, so it's Spock, Sarek, and Spock. You get a pass on. Yes. All right. That makes sense. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with mine. All right. Now, remember, right. my my goal is to kill everyone. Oh, dear. <laughs> I think we may have the same first drinking rule then. <laughs> I was I was like, everybody's going to have this drinking rule, but I'm going to throw it in. Should we say it in unison? Yes. Three, two, one. Every time there's a lens, lens flare. flare. Yep. Every time there's lens flare, yep. yeah. Yep. I thought of that. It seemed too easy. <laughs> I thought that so too. And then, flare. yeah, I, as, the, as the film was opening, there was a lens flare in the credits. And I was like, yes. nah, you gotta. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and like, and after I, I said it like the first time, because this is the first time I've ever seen the movie. <laughs> and then I saw like how much goddamn lens flare there is in this movie. I'm like, Man, I'm like this is this is the only rule I have. Like you'll be you'll be drunk you'll be dead. by like yeah. by like minute three. This is a sip rule. Yeah, it's <laughs> small <laughs> drinks. Uh, I I noticed that there they somebody had to go in in post production and add artificial lens flare to mimic the reflection of the like the the displays on the screens. Mm. Which oh. <laughs> someone got paid for that. Got, Hopefully, well. Hopefully, well. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Trying to think who would, who would be because I, I actually because I worked behind the scenes in film and TV shows for a while, so I'm trying to think who would who would be the because usually they have they have like a a person who will be in charge of like video displays. Like I I mm -hmm. befriended a guy who did that, and he would just be like, yeah, like. <coughs> 
put video displays up like on set so maybe that guy would be maybe in charge. they did talk about yeah. uh in for the recent season of picard they talked about um creating like displays that actually responded and did all the things that they were supposed to do so who knows maybe jj oh, yeah. had practical displays in place but it uh i don't know they none of them looked like they went with things that were actually on camera um <laughs> Yeah, usually you kind of have to program it to, like, really literally just be as stupid as possible for an actor to just, like, like, they don't, like, literally, like, the, the this one guy was showing me, it was, like, the like he had, like, this mock-up iPhone, and he's like, yeah, you don't have to, like, press here. You, like, literally, they could press anywhere, and it'll go to the next thing. It's just it's just a big slideshow, yep. like, really, at the end of the day. Hey, you know. <laughs> you have to think. You have to think in terms of the actors, and they're all dumb. Well, all actors are dumb idiots. Hey, and dumb. hey, hey. <laughs> well, well, you don't want that like that one precise motion to be like the reason you have to do a new take. Too. I think exactly, that's the exactly. big thing. They're I also guess that's trying what to I was trying to lines. say. Yeah. Uh, as as I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of your friends who listen to this are also actors. And I've just said that oh, I'm leaving that idiots. in purely for. Uh, we got to get those rage tweets. We don't nearly enough oh, man, uh, angry response online. <laughs> But but you know but but to, to Ben's point yeah like to press like in case you press in the wrong spot but you still have a good take yeah you don't want to lose that take because you press in the wrong spot so make it easier you you for, shouldn't for actually now. have to learn have to, how to yeah. drive a starship in order to make the thing work exactly yeah it shouldn't be a functional thing yeah like you know uh, yeah I again going back to on your resume yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um but yeah going back to that. Uh, the comment about the displays for Picard season three, they also talked to Will Wheaton about <laughs> the original displays for TNG. Uh, and he was talking about how somebody like, he, cause he was a kid, right? He's a kid on a spaceship yeah. set and he was supposed to be flying the spaceship. And I guess at first it like really freaked him out until somebody finally pointed out, like none of these buttons do anything. If you, <laughs> If if they tell you to make the spaceship go and you push a button, that's the button that makes the spaceship go now. Like that's Yeah, it's any button. Any of the buttons, <laughs> they all do whatever it is you want them to do. Just just touch the thing and it happens. It's <laughs> Man. How old was he when this was happening? God, I don't I feel like he was in his oh, early man. teens when he when they were okay. shooting. Yeah, he was young. I mean, if it, like if he was ten or something, I would understand. But if if, if it turns out he was like thirteen or fourteen, then I'm well, I think he was worried, worried about like pushing the wrong button for you know like oh, for the screen, right? Like, gotcha. what if yeah, what yeah. if they see me push like, the wrong like, button? Like it like it pops up something else on the screen that's not supposed. to. Like, <laughs> okay. What if they see I, my? Porn? Then I would understand why he would be concerned. Yeah, yeah. He overthink it a little bit. Overthunk it. Overthunk anyway. it, yeah. Let's see. How old was he? Uh, at the youngest, 15. 15. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah. I got a lot of anxiety. Lot. Exactly. I mean, you're anxious about everything at 15. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think you think the world is way more, like, together than it actually oh. is? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we thought grown-ups knew what was going on? Oh, oh yeah. Simpler times. <laughs> and they became the grown-ups. Yeah. When, when you have kids, then you realize, oh, it's... Just, Everyone's like, making it's just, it up. Uh, it's improv at this point. The whole yeah. world. <laughs> All parenting is just good improv. So if you are... If you're listening and you are did, like, improv at some point in your life, you'll be a great parent. It'd be great. All right. Yeah. 
See? Everything you're is not yes a dumb idiot actor. You're a... <laughs> you're prepared. Myself, yeah, dude. there it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. My first rule is uh, to take a drink every time someone says their catchphrase. Uh, they they mm, really yeah, they really hit one. the the greatest <laughs> hits on this one. I think we got everybody's main catchphrase yeah. in. Take a drink every time you get one of those one of those sweet sweet member berries. <laughs> My next drinking game rule is take a drink whenever somebody says their own first and last name. Yes, J- James T. Kirk, Hikaru Sulu, um, uh, Chekhov. Uh, when when they say it, or when it somebody else says it. When somebody else says their their full first oh, and last okay. name. Yeah. Uh, Spock again does not count. That's his only name. But, uh, <laughs> I do have Leonard to take McCoy. a sip every time someone says Spock on my yeah. list because <laughs> it's a lot. He's, he's, he's heavily featured. He's important. Yeah, he's it's a, key to the plot. So my wife Leonard Nimoy was still alive when when I uh, saw my wife. I was doing this movie and I, like I've never seen it before. And <clears> she came back. She's like, "What? What did you think of it?" I was like, "Yeah." And it's like, she's like, but you, you like Spock, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, Spock was awesome. She's like, I had such a crush on Spock when that movie came out. <laughs> the actor that played Spock. I'm like, all right. <laughs> we, have, we have similar tastes. I, I had a crush on Spock, too. He was, <laughs> he was my favorite person in the whole movie. Quinta's yeah. a good-looking man. You know? As is Nimoy. Yeah. Just, just get him and the, and the green lady in a bra and just go... <laughs> There we call, go. Call that the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the just a roommate sitcom between the two of them yes. and with Spock coming to visit would be mm. that'd be great. Spock I'd watch and that. Kirk coming to visit, like they'd be like the Lenny and, go. Lenny and Squiggy, or whatever <laughs> from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> oh my God! I just realized that both of them would have been in that same dorm room. Yeah, I just yeah. Yup. There you go. Yup. Man. See, we, we made a much better yep. movie, and it'd be a rom com. Get rid of all the space and the lasers. Who doesn't and, love a rom com? Yeah. yeah. And, pro- and, and processes, and you know. <laughs> yes, a Romulan comedy. Getting really sick of it. <laughs> rom- a Romulan <laughs> coming this uh, fall. There you go. To Peacock. Oh man. <laughs> we need coming to Peacock. All right, Byron, what's your next rule? Uh, my next rule – so my other two rules uh, are really more kind of specific to, like, a specific point in in the movie. Oh, do you th- – I mean, you can do shot rules if you want. So Okay, yeah, so I'll do this as shot rule. And actually, this would be a really good shot rule, this one. My favorite line in the entire movie is Bones when he goes, my ex-wife took everything, uh, oh, yeah. left me, and all I got left is my bones. And he takes a drink, and I'm like – I just laughed out loud. Like I, I watched this movie in my backyard with like a projector, and I just like cackled like laughing because I thought it was the funny. It's the funniest, most pettiest thing you could ever say post divorce. And like she took the whole planet the in whole the divorce. In the divorce, and all I got left is my bones. Like what a what a brilliant line. <laughs> so when that line comes wow. out oh man yeah you gotta take a shot at that point <laughs> it's early in the movie too so that, that'll be a good warm-up yeah. for the rest of the exactly. thing um all right i also wanted to throw in a respect shot uh 
we do we do shots for respect here on on time to party pretty frequently for Leonard Nimoy and Anton Yelchin. What's Ooh. a respect shot? Just a just a shot out of respect for somebody who who's either really awesome or really awesome and also uh, passed away, which oh, sadly both yeah. Leonard Nimoy and Anton Yelchin did oh. uh, after filming this film. Well, after the next film they did, after uh, the sec- next Star Trek. Yes, movie. yes. So both in the next one. Right. Yeah, they both made it. Uh, yeah, Which, they didn't die right after this one, but yeah. they have since passed on. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so pour one out out of respect for Leonard Nimoy and Anton Yelchin. All right, and you got one more? I do. Well, actually, I got two more now I think about it. Oh, great. Um, I'll do, uh, all right, shots for uh, Chris Hemsworth cameo. Yeah! Be- before he was famous. <laughs> That's right. This was, yeah, what, two years before Thor? Something I think like so, that? yeah. He He's not, like, jacked or, like, bearded or anything. He just looks like a, like somebody's dad. <laughs> just Which he dude, was for yeah. the movie. Which he was. I mean, it's perfect casting. Uh, how about you, Byron? What's your next one? Uh, my next one, uh, probably another shot rule. When you finally realize when this is a time-traveling movie, because <laughs> for a good <laughs> hour and a half, I'm like, wait, where was the time travel at the beginning when they did it? Like, does, does Ansel consider, like, a time jump like a time travel? I don't understand. <laughs> and then once it finally – here's the thing. You'll know. You'll know when you when when you realize when it, if it's the first time you've ever seen it. You'll know. If you if you've seen it before, it, it, you guys are laughing because you know exactly when the moment was when you realize, oh, it's a time travel movie. <laughs> I don't need to say what it is, so that's that's a that's a special one for you, all listeners. Uh, very good. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about that later as well. Um, I am too because I still haven't right, figured uh, it out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have take a uh, take a shot for the Beastie Boys. Uh, so I was surprised that so okay so funny that you mentioned that because I was surprised that that song got cleared because the Beastie Boys are <laughs> kind of notorious for not letting a lot of their stuff clear and I'm like how do they clear and I'm like oh that's right they're a bunch of like Star Trek fans like a bunch of like oh they're yeah. Star Trek dorks yeah uh, and I think the thing that that I really enjoy and you won't you won't already know this um the that same song is like the theme song for this trilogy of films yeah. uh oh, sabotage? It, it shows up in all three yeah sabotage shows up That's in all song. three jabram yeah. star trek movies uh and every time it is a banger it is <laughs> it's perfect for the scene every time in my humble opinion um so yeah do a shot for for the beastie boys they're at the very top all right, and Benton, you had one more? I do. Uh, waterfall for the most unlikely cameo, Tyler Perry. <laughs> Where is Tyler Perry in this movie? Tyler Perry is on, like, the the committee that's, like, going to judge Kirk. Oh, like, yeah. okay. That's it's Tyler like Perry. Of wow. The, of, Federa- of Starfleet <laughs> Academy. Yeah. Now, if he did it as Medea, then I would have really been like... <laughs> There you go. I don't recognize Tyler Perry like as a as a human being. I only recognize when Medea comes out. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love that it was just Tyler Perry being Tyler Perry. Like we didn't get a name for that character. No one calls him by name. Nope. Nobody calls him by like title. There's no he has, like, like he has a nameplate. He has like a nameplate in front of him. Oh, that's he does have it. a nameplate. Yeah. That's yeah. that's fair. That's fair. So canonically, that's not just Tyler Perry <laughs> in front of. 
the, the of a holographic Tyler Perry <laughs> brought down to to judge you. I also have one more. This is related to my earlier one, uh, but I still think it counts. Uh, anytime they introduce an original canon crew member, uh, go ahead and take a drink. Uh, oh, they like, space them out a little bit over the thing. Yeah. So like, like the first time you see like when, Sulu. Yeah, yeah. 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 When, yeah. When Sulu shows up, when uh, Chekhov shows up. When Scotty when, shows when up. When Scotty shows up eventually. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. I know. Uh, but yeah. Oh a, my God. There's a, a Star Trek movie with Scotty in it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's it. It's all ruined if you've never seen the movie before. All right. Well, so those are our drinking rules, uh, party people. Uh, get out there. Check out Star Trek 2009, directed by J.J. Abrams. You'll know so it because it's, it's the one that is official title is Star Trek 2009. <laughs> yep. Star Trek to, uh, Trek to the past. Even the our past. past. So check out the 2009 Star Trek available on Paramount Plus for streaming. This has been an Indecisionist production. You can find me online at Indecisionist on Twitter and at The Indecisionist on Instagram. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longit of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. Head on over to Indecisionist.com for show notes and transcripts of all of our episodes in Season 3. And you can interact with us online using the hashtag Time2Party. That's Time, the number 2 party as well as time the number two party all spelled out. Thank you, Warwick. Wherever you are in the time stream, friends. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. <laughs> <laughs>